0: The world. This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct, alongside my co host,
1: Artesia. This podcast is powered by Roberts Media Group, your resource for podcast development. For more programming and advertising opportunities, please visit Roberts Media Group.co.
0: Fingernails match you got a souls done up So what's good, man? This is Anthony Roberts, host of the reality is where filter becomes extinct. This is a bonus episode. We already doing a fucking bonus. And this is season thirteen. Ortizia, you here again. You didn't say much on the last episode. Whatever. But
1: I talked enough. Yeah. We had like three different people.
0: They still in the motherfucking studio. I know, you acting still. like they're not here. <laughs> Look at these motherfuckers That's making us a little I'm a live professional. show. <laughs> <laughs> so i know before i was like you know what we didn't have room before and i know like on the last season a lot of people always used to hit us up and be like yo how can we just sit around and kind of see you guys yeah and i remember mike and spider were saying they were trying to get a studio to where other people could sit on the opposite side of the wall and it'd be like a window kind of like spiders yeah. where people could sit in but we didn't have that didn't find that part but we do have a good futon in here mm-hmm. that you can sit on
1: frank looks very really comfortable on,
0: <laughs> get a blowjob on Oh, this okay. is more of my. That's already happened. And you know? What? Oh shit! Okay. Spider said it's already happened. I got a lot of people coming through. Hey, <laughs> I Hey, hey, sit there, nigga. Don't act like your couch ain't been nutted and busted on. You know what I'm saying? you will know, clean up afterwards. You know? Hey, you got to. I love. See, this is the thing. This is the thing I love about our episode. Like, this is the unfortunate part. Like, y'all can't hear Spider talking.
1: Spider oh, yeah. talks
0: more when we do our individual episodes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people, man. I wasn't trying to step on anyone. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. That's what That's how I was feel. saying. She was like, oh, I didn't want to talk too much because it was multiple people. Yeah. And normally I have, you know, kind of taught her a little bit on the part of to where even if you're interviewing somebody, you got to ask that question, say a little something mm-hmm. and fall back and let other I people I had talk. a
1: few ad libs.
0: You did a little something Yeah You did I Got some bars here and there Yeah So I want to kick this episode off Because this is a bonus episode Normally when we do bonus episodes We kind of dive into shit That me and Artesia Have been going through You know we don't really do The day to day We're not going to do The Popeye's chicken bullshit We're <laughs> not going to do The Chick-fil-A shit Fuck Chick-fil-A These motherfuckers Support the cops I don't fuck with a pig Punk mm, Okay So I just wanted to be Real aggressive So we want to talk about The Moxies event You know we did have a discussion <sighs> About black men And black women <laughs> Tanika these are your people so we did have a discussion you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying about black men and black women and we talked about like you know dating and the importance of separating fuck niggas from other niggas that you have dated and real dudes and the reason i say this is because a lot of the women were talking at the table they kind of were voicing their displeasure with dating black men Mm -hmm. voicing their displeasure with being married to them or having sex with them and not being really satisfied yeah a lot of y'all niggas was inadequate
1: but in a very general consensus in a general consensus
0: didn't bother me but i was glad i was there because i was like you can't put that on every guy Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times a lot of women date bad guys and they like oh niggas fuck whole ass niggas fuck these niggas fuck niggas fuck Mm -hmm. i'm just like
1: men do it to women
0: too some men Mm -hmm. i wish frank was on the mic don't get up frank but uh (laughs) this is a part where i know frank will be able to vouch and say yo You do, we do hear a lot of people saying this shit about black men and it's like, but do you ever look at yourself? Mm -hmm. Same thing for black men. If you're talking about black women being this, this and that, what does that say about you? And I've always said out of all the black women I've dated, I've never had one slash my tires, Mm -hmm. bust my window, call my job, show up nowhere, not really just go through my personal shit. Like I've never dated that type of woman. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've never dated that type of woman because I haven't given them really reason to do that type of shit.
1: Um, I'm going to disagree with that. So you, you've done some things that could have led to those types of reactions. Tell you just, me, haven't to dealt, out my you just haven't dealt with women who behave in that way. The motherfuckers but ain't crazy. But you've definitely done
0: some shit. Give me a, give me a, give me a thing. I don't mind hearing Anyways, my shit. Please,
1: I want to know. <laughs> so on with the conversation <laughs> that we I had at Moxie's. I'm not going into that. Okay.
0: So at, at, at Moxie's, it was just a conversation. It sounded, I think when you hear women talk about black men, it sounds better. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the thing I will protect black women on is white women do the same goddamn shit. Yeah. Mexican women do the same goddamn shit. How do I know? I've dated them all. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of niggas I hate when niggas be like, yo, black women do this. And it's like, no, nigga,
1: yeah, we get white women do that too. Attitude, but that's just. Some of
0: y'all motherfuckers do in general. have attitude.
1: Well, that's true too.
0: Some of y'all do talk loud in public as uh. we actually <laughs> got a little bit of that <laughs> on the episode. I mean, you know. so I think you know being there and having great conversation is dope Mm -hmm.
1: um it was interesting to hear all the different viewpoints it is and I like that because normally I'm the odd person out with my viewpoint
0: because you had the one person that was like niggas ain't shit Mm -hmm. you had one that was like uh give them a chance yeah and then you had another one that was kind of like I ain't going nowhere if you ain't paying this amount or (laughs) taking me this place and I was like hmm And I don't think a lot of times people understand it's okay to have your views, Mm -hmm. but your views are what also keep you by yourself. It's just like niggas. Mm -hmm. They have certain things they want, and then they're like, it's a list.
1: And there's no compromise.
0: I mean, think about a list, though. We all made lists when we was 18 about how much money we wanted to make, where we wanted to go to college, how we Mm -hmm. wanted to be living, if we wanted to be married. And now, look at us. Yeah, Half of us, majority of us, 75% of us have not reached any of those goals. Totally different. Something else happened at Moxie's.
1: Yeah, we had a little altercation.
0: Mm. Did you have one or did I have
1: one? Well, I think we both had altercations. I'm
0: going to just say, Mexican people, y'all are not white. Yeah. It's a lot of Mexicans in we Dallas. We had a great,
1: no, yeah. let's, let, we got to back it up because we had a great day. First of all, we went to the Big Three game.
0: Big Three was cool. And then I we, do want to talk about this yeah, nigga we do. real quick, though. I just want to get the altercation out.
1: Yeah, but I'm we sure. got to gotta lead up to it.
0: No, we going to straight like, to it. We're going to talk about having a good day. I we feel had a like that ruined
1: our bit. experience.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> our, you know, at Moxis bro, you got to, you know, you give them, they give you a valet card. You go in and you can validate
1: it. It's on the phone, yeah. It's
0: so the they've 20 switched 20. it now to where even if you tip them, you still have to pay like a customary $5 fee.
1: Well, that's the difference between going in in the day. Like okay. normally we go during the day for brunch. And mm-hmm. so when you get it validated, there's no charge. Okay. But this time we were there at night. Uh. I... I wasn't paying attention, yeah. so when I asked the guy where my car was, he was like, "Oh, did you pay?" And I'm like, "You know what? That's my bad. I'm gonna go ahead and put my card in now." Mm-hmm. And so I was putting my card in. Well, but
0: well, he had brought the car, and you it was coding up the drive. Yeah, so you, I got no, in. No, the, you're, not, you're not giving. You're terrible. No, story. listen. Let me tell the story. <laughs> this is terrible. Terry Blade, bad Doug. So <laughs> she basically paid the guy when she first got in the car, three dollars.
1: I tipped him.
0: Tipped him three dollars. Yes. Then she was still going to do the app thing. It was two different Mexican guys. The first Mexican guy took the money, walked off. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this super superhero ass nigga was, but literally when she shut the door, this nigga grabbed, you know, when the door is locked, like you pull it and it snaps. Like he kept pulling the back of the door, like real hard. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, well, this is before she pulled off. So I was like, Hey, it's a couple of people behind us. We holding up ballet. Pull over to the side. You already got the app in your phone. Pay the $5 and move on. Yeah. As she tried to pull over to the side to let other people pass, he starts pulling on the back door. Yeah. Then he pulls on the front door. Then he runs up to and he's like, bam- like he's bamming on the window, bro. <laughs> so I said, stop this motherfucking car. I got out of the car and we got chest to chest. I said, my nigga, if you don't fucking back the fuck up, quit knocking on this one. He's like, it's $5. I said, bro, she just paid the first guy I grabbed her phone. I said, you see the fucking app? She's putting the shit in first. He's like, "But well, why not just pay before you get the car? Yeah, he said I we said, were nigga, stealing. we need to get the fucking car first, bro. He's like, well, you know still. And I said, nigga, really? You I said, so you doing this shit is oh. worth getting your motherfucking ass whooped. Yeah. $5. It's worth knocking you the fuck out. He's like, hit me, bro. I said, bro, if I hit you, we not fighting, my nigga. When he I hit you, this shit, shit is done.
1: You not getting You not up. getting the fuck
0: up, bro. So he backs up from my chest. You know what I'm saying? So, then he was like, I bet the shit don't even go through anyway. I said, nigga, you the one fucking, you parking cars, bitch. You talking to me and you the one parking cars." Artesia. <laughs> this motherfucker loses it. I'm talking to this nigga. He accused He's a me bitch. Of- He's just a punk ass bitch. I said, yo, <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up. Because you're not about to fight this motherfucker.
1: Because he accused me of stealing fucking $5. You like- she
0: just, go- I said, this, she's always told me. No, she's from- no, no. She's always told me she's from Oak Cliff, nigga. I felt it.
1: Cause I told you, I was like, at cue point, the music. When y'all were like nose to nose, I was like, okay, Anthony, we it's not worth chest. it. This no, said y'all was nose, nose to nose. No. Like, <laughs> yo, you was like right here. No, it was. Chest and to I chest. said, I was <laughs> literally like, okay, this is not worth it. Cause I know how you are when you get angry. So oh, it went like, through my head. I was like, just get back in the car. Like, fuck this bitch ass nigga. She like, was just
0: going hard. <laughs> I said, you need to chill the fuck out. Cause while I'm trying to calm you down, what if he snuffed me?
1: I know, and then I felt bad because you were looking back and forth. Yeah, I was like, you need
0: to chill. And I was like,
1: okay, let me calm down.
0: But it was just like I don't really like getting into fights, bro. Like, and the thing about it is, I think I'm like the equalizer. I think about everything leading up to the process. I said, if I grab this nigga's head, I'ma grab the right side of his head and I'ma smash it on the hood. I was like, what if his head pops off the hood, hits the ground, and then he dies? <gasps> All of that for five dollars.
1: So now we can't go to Moxie's for like thirty. Yeah, days. we can't. <laughs> I
0: said we gotta take a, we gotta take a break from Moxie's. We ain't going to that bitch for sixty days. Because I don't need to see this dude or run into this dude well,
1: again. Well, I feel like I'm going to go before then. I'm just going to lift over there so I don't have to use the valet.
0: But I said all that to say, Mexicans, you are not white. You don't have that kind of privilege. Be mindful of the things that you are doing and the things that you are saying to real niggas. Exactly. We went to the, fir- we went to the big three, had our first experience there. Great yes. big three. The crowd was amazing. Yes. The, the, the gameplay was trash. I'm sorry. Nobody it was, dunked. It was. I, I watched think it up here on TV. It, 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 probably about three dunks. Yeah. You know, yeah. niggas was a little shabby like with the dribbling. 45-year-old dudes. Yeah, so I was like, it's
1: cool, but... I just went to see T.I. perform.
0: Asked Stephen Jack about to pack. That's the only reason I went. Yeah. Stephen Jackson was playing for the Killer Threes, so I said, I'm going to go check him out. Then we stayed. T.I. performance was dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. He had he brought energy singing older music, mm-hmm. but he still brought energy. Yellow Beezy, he's a young dude, but he didn't really... He, he was just kind of walking around, grabbing a crotch. He looked nervous. Walk around, grabbing a crotch, talk a little bit. And I was like, I would never pay to go see Yellow Bee.
1: No, he looked nervous. T.I. was actually the very first concert that I ever went to. You know, I love T.I. So.
0: I just need, are you focused? Because you've been yeah, on this I'm phone focused. a lot. I mean, is it notes?
1: No, yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm ready you, yeah. to talk about my. Are you under. sure? Because yes. I don't think you've
0: done. I mean, no,
1: you will not clown me on this episode. I gave you last episode. Uh-huh. You won't do it on this one. I'm night. just
0: trying to see. So, you got um, the, I told him, Spider, you done gave us some kind of superpower, my nigga. She ain't <laughs> never stepped up this much. Season 13.
1: So anyways, the other thing that I wanted to talk about with the big three was, it's funny how people look at your social media yeah. and assume certain things. Because we went to the game, we actually had a suite.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now, nah, we ain't saying suite like stunt. No, not stunt. It's stuntin'. a story to this.
1: Yeah, for real. So, but when T.I. was performing, it was easier for me to zoom in on the screen yeah. to get the shot that I was looking for. Yeah. Well, this guy that had been trying to holler at me, he um he, he inboxed me he was like hey next time you come to the big three let me know because you could see you could be sitting down here with me behind the team
0: like, niggas, <laughs> what, like- a big, what a big three courtside <laughs> <sets cost. laughs> like, like what are they really called i
1: was dude? like um okay yeah. that's great i was like i'm in a suite and yeah. he was like oh okay i thought you was up in a note no and it's no. like what Like, stop trying so hard. I hate when niggas do that. Like, don't try to lead with the shit that you think you can do for me because I'm good.
0: I think so. First of all, when people do that, it shows me that their moms didn't really teach them exactly. how to act like you've been somewhere and my you mom know, just maybe, gave me the yeah and maybe and white people may have the same thing too but i know amongst black people especially if you come from the hood like if they take you somewhere nice and the grocery store is like don't put your hands on it if you ain't buying it <laughs> if like you, you been go been to there. a nice restaurant act like you've been somewhere even if it's a ooh i moment mm-hmm. nigga ooh and i in your head yeah don't say that shit aloud to make you look like you a motherfucker that just got off the farm and ain't never seen nothing shiny yeah
1: <laughs> and that's why i said my mom she she took me to a lot of places like we travel so i'm not impressed by a lot of stuff mm. and that's not me being cocky or whatever it's just saying like don't lead with that if you want to holler at somebody like leave with who you are first not what you can do for somebody or what you think you can do for somebody
0: mm. I almost had another altercation <clears throat> this altercation was with two black women so what? we went to OT Tavern
1: oh yeah Burn
0: edition. Boy that's where y'all were at <laughs> you know shout out to Frank <laughs> and Joe Joe didn't make it but you know Frank came out we went out Artesia's homeboy. He's a promoter for Afro Hip Hop here in Dallas. She invited me out. I was like, You really know I don't do clubs. Anytime I get in a club or an environment of a multiple people and drinking, mm-hmm. it's some kind of altercation. We had two tables reserved. Yeah. Four of us was on time. Niggas is always late. Some people didn't come and some people didn't tell us they weren't coming. Yeah. So it was like we were trying to hold on to a table. So it was like Artesia, me, Frank, Tanika was there, Brandon came in a little late and then mm-hmm. some other people didn't show up. We didn't know the people weren't coming. So It was a group of people who tried to sit down at first. We told them, hey, the table's reserved. They Mm -hmm. moved on. Then it was a couple of two ladies. They didn't even ask. They Mm -hmm. just came and sat down at the table. And when
1: I said something, she just immediately was like, well, we going to sit right here. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: So her and Tanika started kind of low talking under their breath to the woman. The woman was talking under their breath back to them. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, yo, let the shit be. So the lady tried to kind of pretty much was antagonizing because she took the reserve sign and like (laughs) turned it towards us like... Fuck y'all. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'll handle it moving forward. So I just walked over to the table. I'm trying to talk to them and like, hey, no disrespect. We have this table reserved, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. These, two bi- they, saying, <laughs> these two bitches, I'm saying these two bitches, because they may listen because we now follow them and they follow us because I reconcile. So these two bitches, they just look right past me like I was nothing. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I walk back over to the table. So the big uh, bartender, he, well, the, security guard who's cool with Arteza's friend, a promoter. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, hey, you know, the promoter, we know the promoter here. He gave us these tables, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. She was like, well, this guy, you know, he told us we could have a table. Some random guy. But it was a random guy that was cool with Ocho. Yeah. The guy came over and he was like, what's the problem? I was like, they're sitting at a table. They said you gave them, but I know you know the promoter. The promoter gave us this table. He was like, that's my bad. I like the way he handled it. He said, mm-hmm. it's my bad. He found us some chairs, moved them somewhere else. They were looking back at us like, mm-hmm. fuck them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it you can't bad do energy. You can't do nothing with niggas. Even when niggas is wrong, mm-hmm. they will make it like you're the one wrong. Yeah. So after, even after all that, I was like, you know what? I ain't going to fight with black queens. I said, I'm just going to go over there for a little bit. Artisa's like, what you doing? I'm going to go talk to him. I walked over there. The one who looked past me still was looking past me. I said, I came over here because we're having a good night. Burn the boy music playing. I came out here to hear the music. I'm with my people. We trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. We really weren't trying to be rude. We were reserving those tables for somebody. I said, look at you. I said, you looking right through me. I said, you ain't gonna look at me. You can't look me in my face. So I started flirting a little bit. She starts to smile. I said, next two drinks, y'all get two drinks on me. Mm -hmm. I said, we don't want no beef. We don't want nothing. I'm gonna be over here when you get ready to go get that drink. Raise your hand. Mm -hmm. That eased the tension. just started talking to him. Find out one of the girls is a marketing manager somewhere. Started following him. And I said all that to say this is. A lot of times that shit ain't even worth it. Mm-mm. You can literally turn a good conversation a bad conversation or a bad situation into a good situation if you just man up and fucking talk. But yeah. people have to be able to receive that shit too. But that was good. I, I think
1: you did a good job. I'm yeah.
0: proud of you. I don't need your proudness.
1: I'm trying to be nice. I need
0: you to fucking handle you these topics. You know
1: See, that's what I get for trying to be nice. To when you guys. go
0: back and listen to this episode and the last one, you're going to be like, damn, I didn't talk that much. And then with these cameras, I'm going to show you how much you was on the phone. In Is the this
1: party. how we really going to start off the start- season?
0: We starting that shit putting motherfuckers on blast. <laughs> you included. <laughs> you included. I'm You've done. been having this new dating energy. You ran into a couple of people in reference to like niggas. Uh, you went to Atlanta. Yeah, I
1: did. And a lot of people
0: was trying to hit on you out there. A lot of creepy... Yeah, but I wanted you to tell the story like what you said. You said a lot of white men have been coming at you a lot more lately. Yeah. And guys leading with sex. You know,
1: I don't know what's going on in the universe. Um, I do have a new dating energy about myself. I recently discovered that I'm ready to start dating again. You know, I've been single for the past two years and I'm ready to get back out there. And so I people
0: don't ask me how I feel about this shit. Please just let her tell a story.
1: Whatever. Nobody's gonna ask. Nobody cares. Um, So, anyways, um, I have been getting hit on by more white men. Now, granted, I've never been attracted to white men. But there have been a couple that just are, like, new, mm-hmm. different, like, attractive. And so, I don't know what They're it is. They're more like black
0: guys sometimes. They are, a yes. little bit.
1: But I don't know if I want to embark down, like, on that journey. But anyways, the new dating energy, like, the Lyft driver is the main story that I wanted to tell you about. Because I think this is creepy. Because I did go to Atlanta by myself. Yes. Which reminded me of how great it felt to travel by myself because i hadn't done it in quite a while um i was in the car and the guy was like he asked me why was i staying at this hotel and i said he was like you should have got an airbnb and i was like well i don't really do that because um you know they might have cameras and, I don't, and he was like well i really would he was like i would like to record you i bet you'd be doing some freaky shit and i'm like i'm in the back of your
0: car <laughs> You starting without me, Spider, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> this nigga got a laugh track on this bitch. I'm like,
1: excuse me, sir, you can just let me out right here. Because yeah. at this point, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the city by myself, and I don't know where this conversation is going. So I think it's weird when you put stuff out there, how the universe responds and mm-hmm. like sends certain things your way.
0: But you got to pick and we, what but, you want. That's what I was I saying like, about the last part where it's like, if women are looking to date and they're saying, I'm ready to be married. I'm ready to mm-hmm. settle down. You're putting that energy out there. No, but, see, that's but that don't mean pick my energy every nigga that's is not coming at
1: that. you. My, that's the part that I'm trying to say. My energy is not that. Like I, I'm But very you voice that
0: you're ready to date. I'm
1: ready to date. Yeah. I know what I want. But none of the shit that's coming my way is anything that I'm interested in.
0: Exactly. Which means you're saving yourself from bullshit situations. Other women don't save themselves from that. You know what they do? They'll take the one or two dates and get the free drinks. They'll date for a month or so. And if the guy's attractive and they like his swag, they'll let him fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's those things where women need, they have needs that they want satisfied. They Mm -hmm. may not want this person, but they know they can get some of those needs met in the meantime until they find that person. Mm -hmm. The difference between you is you don't use people to get to where you're going. Most or a lot of people use people to get to where they're going, men and women. Yeah. So that's what makes it a little different. And guys always lead with sex. Always.
1: Yeah. that's We're buying
0: know. food for pussy. <laughs> We're taking you to $60 movies for pussy. We buy you things for pussy. We're nice to you for pussy. But we just- take you out for pussy. <laughs> we defend you for pussy. We fuck you to have a child and have more. Why? Because we love pussy. I'm sure most niggas don't want three, four kids, but they don't strap up for pussy.
1: But it's okay to do certain things because everybody does something with a certain intent behind it. Yeah. The point of the point that I'm trying to make is don't lead with it. Like the guy saying, "Oh yeah, I bet you be doing some freaky shit." Like where do you get that from? You just met me.
0: Yeah. But some people. How do you get that? Because you have women. Another woman would have said, "Ha ha, you know I do." Because every woman that doesn't It's 20 that do That's why yeah. niggas do What the fuck they do Shoot their shot A thousand times To get one Exactly Most niggas operate Off of that theory mm-hmm. If you say twenty, If Volume you fuck shooters. with 20 women One of the motherfuckers Is gonna say yeah That's why you I see understand. niggas Ping ponging around the club Ping ping let me ask her, 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 her. Oh, finally landed on one. I
1: yeah. guess I just been at the game too long because a lot of the stuff that's coming is just like ridiculous. I need these
0: cool. drivers to be a little more professional. I do too. I had a dude <laughs> with a fucking pound in his backpack in the front seat the Are, other day. He's yeah. like, "Hey man, you gotta you gotta hook up." It's like, "Yeah, I got plenty, man. I don't need your bullshit. don't need that bullshit." Oh my god. See, I don't like shit like that either, bro. Like, if you like, yeah, if it's professional and you're supposed to be that way, yeah. be that way. If you're gonna lift the Uber and pick me up, I'm gonna tell you the ones that I'm always like i regret i almost now call me bougie if you want if i do a live i'm always normally using xl now Mm -hmm. reason being is because i'm like i don't need a roller derby car coming to pick me up (laughs) with scuffs and (laughs) skid marks all on the side i don't trust you your vehicle does not look trustworthy why the fuck am I getting in the car And you got stripes on the side of your shit That weren't painted by a custom yeah. mm-hmm. Paint artist like, I recognize that this looks like drunk driving Yeah right that's what I'm saying Drunk driving or efficient Like that dude who wasn't retarded But he had the qualities of it He That nigga when he pulled up I said his bumper hanging <laughs> I was like nah You didn't bro.
1: notice that before you got in
0: the car He swung in so fast I didn't see it <laughs> You know when you're driving in your bumper, the front bumper, if you got wind going, it's going to keep it in pack. It's when you slow down and that bitch fall off like a sad lip. You be like, damn. So I don't like driving in shitty cars, man. No, I don't like riding, don't riding in, them, in them, driving them. Yeah. Like, I ain't rich, you know? But if I'm going to get dropped off somewhere, I ain't, trying, I ain't trying to get dropped off. Some of these niggas' cars look like they had high school kids in the back. You know you see people driving and it's packed in the back, riding low? You be like, and it's low without me being in the backseat? <laughs> If you don't have no shocks on your car, you doing hella driving. What does that mean? Artie's like, "What is shock supposed to do? It's supposed to keep you from bouncing around like a 6'4". <laughs> you niggas be driving regular cars, and that should be bing. But bing, you said bing. you
1: can't get, you can mess up your car from going over the train track. Like, yeah, you can uh, do it going I over train track. Up, yeah, like you I do.
0: It's by the grace of God that your kids' heads ain't hitting the back of the ceiling <laughs> in the back seat, because that's what if that suspension get loose, it's fucked.
1: I've never had to get shocks though.
0: Well, I, you've always upgraded since i've known you, you've you upgraded your cars pretty much every three to four years yeah so you probably get it right on the cusp whoever bought your car probably <laughs> had <that issue>. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it up for the next man that's what happened with that shit what we got new dating energy women let me tell you about the new dating energy for me though women trying to come in i've noticed a lot of women literally try to come in and get some of the things artesia got when we were together oh literally i've had girls be like when your next trip can i go damn
1: no you can't go bitch this is business Yeah, i had a guy ask me that too or
0: they would be trying like, to act yeah. like oh you can't still kick it with her if you whatever and i'm like
1: yeah oh, i'm wow. not even that with you me up. not with you and be like what kind of business y'all got together you gonna still keep doing business with that nigga if we get together okay bye hell? fuck you we're done
0: nigga i wish i knew who you was <laughs> she don't never tell me their names uh, but i wish i knew who they were that's the insecurity
1: it is. I don't check for nobody. And it's nobody. so unattractive. Yeah. I almost feel like I'm going to have to date somebody that does not live in Dallas. Like, that's what I told Artesia, case. too, though. I, I was date, like, I all these date. niggas
0: worried about this. If I'm trying to get back with you, I don't care who you're talking to. I'm just going to shoot my shot. You know how niggas be I, when it's pregame and you go to the NBA game and all the niggas shooting in that one hoop? I'm yeah. just going to grab my ball and come wait for all y'all to shoot in the <laughs> bing, bing, and miss, and I'm going to shoot mine. Wah! Oh, you know you're going to make it. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to stand in that bitch like Sani Lathan on Love and Basketball. That's all you got to do. Too many. I think when it comes to dating, too many people worry about what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. The fucked up part about niggas, and Frank will know, Joe probably know too. I know he's been married for a while, Frank too. Niggas will date 10 girls and try to keep tabs on all of them mm-hmm. until they figure out who they want. You can't keep tabs on all these women, my nigga. Do what you going to do. In dating, dating is do what you want. Mm -hmm. You're free until somebody says, hey, this is mine, this is mine, and this is what I'm going to give you for doing this. Our one Artesia friend said it best. I say it all the time. It's one of the best quotes I heard in relationships. She said, I'm like milk or something. She said, "Like you know how your parents say, don't pick it up if you're not buying it? Mm -hmm. She said, I'm that product on the shelf as a woman. If you can't afford me, if you're not going to buy this and use it properly, don't pick me up off the shelf. Mm -hmm. Because when you ask somebody to be in a relationship, you're saying, don't fuck nobody else. Mm -hmm. no other one as a man no other woman needs to cook your food i got that no other woman needs to pick this up i got that when other women can start doing the things that your girl is not doing that's when a problem starts Mm -hmm. if that nigga has told you this is what i need a b and c and those things get don't get done or a woman says a b and c those -hmm. things don't get done you're leaving something you leave that was perfect if you don't do A, B, and C, you leave leaving an opening for the D to come in. <laughs> hey, I said a word. <laughs> yeah. I was fighting to put the laugh track in this motherfucker. That is perfect. God, I love the new upgrades in this motherfucking studio. If you're looking for a studio out there by, by any chance in Dallas, MZ Studios. That's our plug. Check it out on Instagram and Facebook now. They got it now. What we got next? Women trying to slide in a podcast. A That's lot of women think they about, know me yeah, because they'll hear the podcast and they'll yeah. hear you talk about sex. They'll mm-hmm. hear you talk about money or traveling. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that some of these girls are so strategic.
1: They are.
0: They try to place themselves in certain mm-hmm. areas to get certain things. And you like,
1: these hoes, is tricky.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and I noticed that shit. Some of them start showing up places mm-hmm. where you at. They,
1: with their tightest outfit on, showing all
0: that day All right, see, we're not going to go that far, because I think if you talk too much, no, so no,
1: no, know you talk
0: about No. Because <laughs> I already know. I got three women in my head when she said that. I <laughs> was well, like, okay.
1: It's, at least it's
0: three. You got women trying to spend a night. Oh, I ain't got them kind of. This is hard. the worst situation. Man, I had a homegirl come over, literally homegirl. Ain't never dated, ain't never done that, whatever. I hate when a person knows, any woman that knows me, even Arteza, you ain't spending a night unless you ask artiza came and kicked it over a couple weeks ago and she had a bag she's like this ain't a sleepover bag yeah i just want to let you know i brought some extra stuff so we can watch the show i got some snacks <laughs> i got this and that in there. she's like yeah. this ain't a bag to stay not. tonight Paired. yeah she's like this ain't a bag to stay tonight she knows that even though i dated her for seven years mm-hmm. you got girls that come in they either bring a bag or don't bring a bag but they drink themselves to a point of as being a nigga like a, a gentleman i ain't gonna be like you gotta go home but the thing, the way you catch him off guard is, yeah, you can go ahead. You can sleep in the bed. You are not come in the bed. I'm going to sleep on this couch. You thought you was going to get me in the bed because you drunk yourself into oblivion. And you thought I was going to slide in the bed with you and dick you down. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Not her. She tried. It. She tried. And hit me up a couple weeks later and said, oh, we ain't talked that much. What's happening? What's going on? You tried to stay when you know you were not supposed to be here. You thought you was going to get some. A lot of these women pretty much talk themselves out of a situation. Had another Mm -hmm. girl hit me up and was like, hey, I'm going to come over today. You got the wine? What wine? I didn't even know you drank wine. (laughs) Was I supposed to go get you some? You ain't sucking my dick. (laughs) If I'm dating, you're not getting nothing free. Call me whatever kind of nigga you want to call me. But the thing about niggas, a lot of niggas, they read girls. And just like these girls are trying to use niggas for stuff, Mm -hmm. it ain't tricking if you got it. Mm -hmm. Some niggas will do that shit because they be like, I'll go ahead and take out the." eat. Yeah, sixty dollar plate of food for some pussy.
1: That's nothing.
0: That's nothing. A hundred dollars? That ain't nothing. I'm gonna go ahead and get this pussy. But where this shit is strange. Then we never. That's you know. The, like you the, wasted the, your. This money. is the thing when women be like, I got ghosted. Did you fuck him? No, that's probably why I got ghosted. Did you fuck him? Yeah, it probably wasn't good. <laughs> that go your questions. <laughs> niggas don't ghost pussy. Niggas ghost. Pu- niggas don't ghost good pussy. If it's good pussy, niggas gonna fuck at least three to five times. And mm-hmm. then we're going to be like, all right, she getting serious. I got to dip out. Mm-hmm. When you know a woman is serious, if you're smart, you don't fuck more than twice. Maybe not more than once. Mm-hmm. But if you could tell this bitch is a thought, you're going to do what you got to do until she start getting feelings. If you got to fuck her 30 times and then she get feelings, I'm out. That's your fault. You call feelings. Mm-hmm. You came into the game wrong. Or be like, oh, certain people don't approach me. They don't approach you because they know they can tell you're not going to put up with the shit. Mm-hmm. Or, or they're they, not
1: going to get what they think they're going to get. Exactly. I know that.
0: And you've told me shit to where it's like dudes try to holler, and you be like, I ain't, ain't going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And you block them or you move on. Mm-hmm. They don't like fucking with women who can see and read the game. They like fucking with them pigeonheads. Or you can come in and tell them anything, and they're like, oh, he bought me a shirt. Oh, oh Mr. President. That's cute.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I'm opening myself up to out of state.
0: Yeah. So, me and Artesio, in this two months, two and a half months, we've been out, we've both been to the dentist, got some work done, mm-hmm. you know, keep these, keep them choppers right. But I noticed there's a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> who are not. They'd rather pull their teeth and not get it filled. My teeth ain't perfect. Yeah. I've had cavities out of galore. I got two root canals. Don't mind saying it. Mm-hmm. But the difference between a root canal is some people choose the free gum over the root canal what does that mean <laughs> when they do a root canal they shave your tooth down to give you a temporary <laughs> crown to get a permanent crown it's gonna run you almost twelve hundred dollars even with good insurance
1: twelve hundred dollars
0: i paid my first one was twelve hundred this next one because my insurance was better is eight hundred mm. but it's still gonna be us it's gonna be a couple hundred dollars if yeah. you don't have that
1: it's like eighty nine dollars to get your tooth pulled yeah. or
0: some niggas <laughs> opt to just get their whole shit pulled <laughs> and then when you smile you could see A nigga could throw a whole rock through your shit. I don't think at a certain age you should be. And only time you should be saying I want my whole shit pulled is 60 plus. If you 40, 30, 50, why are you getting your whole shit pulled like your whole best years are behind you? You still got a whole life to live.
1: Maybe they can't afford the
0: other option. With $89, if you can afford $89, that's your first down payment towards getting a real tooth. (laughs) That buys you time. And then, if you can't afford that tooth, I'm sure you got credit cards that ain't passed, that's already passed due. You might as well get a real tooth and <laughs> don't you, pay the goddamn medical bill.
1: Are you promoting credit card debt?
0: If they, if they already got it, get your tooth fixed for an extra $800 on that shit. <laughs> and medical don't hold the same kind of weight. Mm. I no, just think I understand. you I can't come out here yeah, with missing teeth. I have
1: teeth. seen more people like around our age with missing teeth, that, and that, I don't get
0: it. It's kind of like my mama told me. She was like Anthony. I, when I had put on a little weight one time, she said, You too young for that. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even going into deep detail. <laughs> and my mama, that's why I tell people, my mama will talk about you without talking about you. Yeah. I just literally <laughs> remember, she said, You too. <laughs> she just said, You too young for that. And that let me know, you fat piece of shit. Yeah. You need to get yourself together. It looks some people, my brother has more, he gained, he's more big, he's bigger than I am. Mm-hmm. Weight looks different. And oh, better on like, certain.
1: Yeah, you're short and
0: yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it won't look Thanks right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I am shorter so it won't. And my legs are skinny. Yeah. So it's like no way I could be huge up top. <laughs> I don't even like being too muscular. You could. You just might fall over. That's what I'm saying. I ain't. I don't want to do that. So yeah. I just think you got to. You know, you got to balance shit out. And missing teeth to me, how? Why? <laughs> I just yeah. And people date people like this. I know niggas with mad teeth missing, yeah, and they still pulling bitches. One of my, uh, I can't date no woman with a side view.
1: One of my friends posted on social media. She was like, "Black people in particular need to take better care of their teeth. They do. And if you have a spouse with bad teeth, then that says more about you than them, because like you're this person is a representation of you.
0: And you got that, yeah. But then see, let's talk. White folks seem to get their teeth fixed, and Mexicans they just get caps. You don't want a cap when you're 42.
1: Is that an
0: option? Oh, it's. T- <laughs> I've seen lots of Mexican kids with silver teeth.
1: No, I know the kids. Yeah. But what do you
0: think? You gotta grow up with that shit in your mouth unless just, you get it replaced. But I'm
1: just saying, like,
0: black people choose gold, which is why most yes. niggas' grannies got golds because instead of they actually opted for more. It <laughs> costs more money. They say, "Fuck ivory. We are gonna upgrade this bitch and get gold." Mexicans be like, "Oh my, see, I came. I might see I got to get the silver." <laughs> And then you got white people that's like, no, nah, I'm going to run that check, my nigga. Yeah. I'm going to pay that shit. Yeah. So I did that so I could talk about everybody. Mexicans don't come after me. White folks, yes, they deal with a lot of credit card debt, but normally they they pay their shit. Yeah. And black people, we opt for the dopest shit, no with, teeth at all, yes, or we fall right in the middle where niggas like us, middle class, we got to get our fucking teeth done. Yeah. So, I, <clears throat> so before we end it, ATL, you went out there. That was one of the first trips you went out to without me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's important to talk about traveling with friends. Oh, yeah. Who stick to the agenda and have the money to travel.
1: Yeah, because this was, um, like I said, it was a fun trip, but I feel like I paid way more money to just go and get rest because (laughs) nobody stuck to the plans. Like, I went out with my best friend and another friend, um, And we were supposed to meet up, like go out, do Mm -hmm. all, we had this whole itinerary. And I understand like most of the time when I travel, I do have an itinerary, but that's just, I mean, it could change at any time. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. But these niggas showed up, (laughs) they had changed the hotel. First of all, when I go to Atlanta, I stay in downtown. Yeah. And they were like, to no, because yeah, I have my spots, you know, I can walk to the diner. I'm mm-hmm. good. So they were like, no, we're going to be in Buckhead. So stay in Buckhead. I'm like, OK, so that's cool. I changed my hotel, stayed in Buckhead. They get to town a day later and was like, where you at? I'm at the hotel.
0: Then you. Called, oh,
1: where I, our hotel. We changed the hotel. We in Midtown now.
0: I talked to this nigga. Artesia, <laughs> Nobody more. told me. I talked to her more while she was out of town. <laughs> And when she's in town, I said, why the fuck are you calling me? You got people to hang out with. Oh, they do. Well, you need to find some new friends.
1: No. And I I ended up just going out doing my own thing for the times that we weren't together. Yeah. So thankfully I was in a place that I'm familiar with and I'm comfortable with. But it's just, it just showed the importance of traveling with people who are on the same page.
0: I do want to go back because you didn't talk as much in the beginning in reference to the black woman at the table because we've had in-depth conversations and I want to be a little serious about this for real. Mm Mm-hmm. When I hear black women talk about certain things and I'm talking about black women, not talking about them, like talking about them, mm-hmm. but speaking from a place to help them. Like I did at the table. Mm-hmm. Like one girl was like, Oh yeah. You know, if a guy can't take me here, if he say the first date is Olive Garden, then I don't want to date him. And I was like, okay, what if he likes Olive Garden? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be so dead set on not going to a place because for you it's above what you feel is good. Yeah. But if he like, if he can pay for something else, chooses to take you here because that's a place he likes mm-hmm. you can also think of it as like you know he's taking me to a place that he personally likes mm-hmm. it's just kind of like when i if i if i like invite you over and i cook mm-hmm. you know i don't cook for everybody mm-hmm. you know i don't allow people to just sleep in my house mm-hmm. so you know how frustrating it is when it happens mm-hmm. without you know certain things mm-hmm. so with black women i would like to say like just tamper your expectations you can't have expectations for a person if you don't know a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of men and women who have been displaced or don't have a job mm-hmm. or they're struggling. And they need you to just kind of bear with them. Mm-hmm. Now, I do. agree, But I think that to you, a certain extent. But I, I also you, think if you if you don't have the money to yeah, date, you shouldn't be dating. Exactly. Go ahead. No,
1: that's like, that's what I was going to say.
0: Yeah, I just didn't want you to steal my shit. I actually figured that was coming. So I just said it a little quicker. You know, what? this nigga don't want to talk. But when she talks, she wants to talk on my shit.
1: Well, first of all, you cut me off to go back to something old that we had finished already.
0: Because I wanted you to chime in on it being as a black woman. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people always be like, how do you and Artezia still hang out? The reason me and you still hang out is because you're not like every other woman. Mm -hmm. We talked about that today at breakfast before we came. We were kind of game planning for the show. And I was like, you know, a lot of people, I don't follow trends because I feel like following a trend makes you basic. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at social media and you find what, is the epitome of beauty right now in America. Mm -hmm. For whatever race, they all look the same. His ass, waist trainer, titties, Mm -hmm. straight hair, colored hair, whatever. Mm -hmm. White women built like black women now, but they still act white or they trying to act black. You got black women who are built like themselves Mm -hmm. but they're trying to act like white women or obtain what white people have or they don't know their identity Mm -hmm. and then you have the other group of black women who just kind of march to their own beat they don't wear all this shit you know some people like why you dress like a bum bitch no bitch i'm dressing the way i want to dress you can follow yeah and you can follow those trends but if you i feel like what makes spider different is he only focuses on podcasts Mm -hmm. for the most part And then he has his DJ shit. He's not dibbling and dabbling trying to be like every other DJ here Mm -hmm. playing this type of music. He plays the shit that he loves. He plays the shit that he likes, which makes him different. Everybody, like even with black podcasters, most black podcasts, they're talking about everyday shit, hip hop, reality TV. Mm -hmm. That makes you a part of a trend. I think being when you're talking about dating or you're talking about trying to be seen different or people to see you for who you are. You got to be who the fuck you are. Mm -hmm. And I I think with you, you struggle with that too as a woman.
1: It's going to cause you to miss out on some shit, but most of the shit that you're missing out on is for your benefit. Very true. And I mean, it is difficult because I do have to remind myself of that quite often because, you know, now like I am at the point where I'm focused on that. Not like, okay, I have to be in a relationship because at the end of the day, I'm going to be good either way. But I do know that I feel like Also, we didn't go back and talk about why we chose our three words for the season. So my three words for this season was. um,
0: I got it. Let me pull it back up.
1: Love, life, and And progress. progress. Because I feel like these past two years, I have really like done the work on myself to be a better person all the way across the board, whether I'm with somebody or not. Yeah. And so now I'm at the point where I want to open myself back up to sharing myself with someone.
0: Did you put them in order that way for like, so yours yeah, love because, life and progress. Yeah.
1: Because for me, everything that I do has always been rooted in love. Yeah. Um, my life consists of my family. It consists, consists of my friends. Yeah. It consists of my career, things that make me happy yeah. and progress is I'm always trying to be a better, better version Virgin of, of myself. So, yeah.
0: And I did family, friends and love. And the reason I did that is because family is the only thing I've ever known Growing up, it was like me, my mom, and my brother. So it was just a triangle. Mm -hmm. My mom was adopted. Her family that adopted her, brothers and sisters really didn't care for her. So when her dad died, it was kind of like she was excommunicated. Mm -hmm. Then she went and found her other family in L.A. You know, she wanted me to meet them. But I was like, who gives a fuck about them? They knew you were alive. They Mm -hmm. didn't come search for you. You found them. Mm -hmm. It's the same thought process I have with the whole Africa shit. When people talk about black people in Africa, I'm like, I love Africans. I love Africa. That's where we're originally from. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people or some Africans or some black people don't acknowledge it. I I feel like a lot of black people here in America continue to reach back to Africa. And I'm not one of those black people who reach back to Africa because I feel like we've created our own lane here. Mm-hmm. Black people are like the hottest shit go- thing going mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it's tough. But it, it's like we're the dopest and hottest thing going here. Yeah, not well- because we're better, but because we've created a lane Mm -hmm. When no lane was created or given to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm
1: still interested. Like I told you, I want to go to Africa because I feel like there are certain parts of us. Yeah, we've created our own. Um, culture here yeah. but I think there are certain parts of us that are missing like I love going to the events like I went to the other yeah, night the that I invited you to yeah. because it's beautiful for me to see like their culture yeah. like the different dances that they do yeah. um, and but just see, having the thing strong tradition.
0: their culture but it's our culture too, no, which is why we dance mm-hmm. and we are so rhythmic we're all the fucking same yeah. I like Jadenna because on his album like he he always promotes togetherness of Africa and knowing mm-hmm. if you know where you come from mm-hmm. for me it's like knowing that you know my ancestry is Nigerian, mm-hmm. the Igbo tribe. It's weird. I ran into a guy in the gym the other day who was an African guy, and he's from the Igbo tribe. And we just kind of chopped it up and talked. And it's crazy because you are a lot like the same. Mm-hmm. Then I l- I watched Trevor Noah. Burner Boy was on Trevor Noah doing an interview, and he was talking about how Burner Boy was like, yo, my mom told me I was on the Coachella uh, thing to perform. But with you know with the Coachella flyers, it's like Beyonce name is big, and then Eminem, and then all the names get smaller. So Bernabeu was like, I was looking for it, and I, my name was in small print. Mm-hmm. So Trevor Noah was like, Oh, that was a Nigerian in you because he was like, Y'all are so used to being the dopest, mm-hmm. you know, culture in Africa, and this and this and that. And he was like, I can imagine when you saw it, so he started talking like a Nigerian. He was like, You probably looked and said, hey Mama, did did you say my name was on this?" <laughs> My, did they have run that to vink why is my name so <laughs> small like you know like we are the best so they used to that and mm-hmm. not being funny like they said he was like we don't feel like we're better than anyone mm-hmm. our expectations are just here as mm-hmm. a people that's how we put ourselves so when i found out where i was from it was like it makes sense mm-hmm. because i always feel like you'll hit me up and say hey let's go here and i'm like let them people do that and you be like what you mean i be like let them people do that not being funny, everybody in this room, I fuck with Frank because Frank don't just go to everything. He don't mm-hmm. associate himself with everybody. Joe doesn't either. Sometimes
1: Sp- I just want to go just like I know, but
0: sometimes it's just but like, the, I'm kind of like Spider on this where he'll see something it's pretentious. He's like, I, why the fuck sometimes, I need to be there? But they can't help me with like shit.
1: Every single thing, you be like, oh, I can do
0: that shit better. <laughs> that's how I feel. Every,
1: that's good. But even
0: with podcasts and shit, like when I see people do stuff, I'm like, don't put out bad quality. That's mm-hmm. why when we do shit, the first thing we say is we be like, yeah, we're partnering with MZ Studios. We know the DJ. We know the owner. Mm -hmm. It's legit. It's about podcasting. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be internet radio called podcasting Mm -hmm. with shitty radio frequency quality. It's going to be good shit. So for me, I just, in order to be and do what we do, you got to, like Joe said, you got to be the best at it or the best doing it. Why the fuck not be both? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you go.
1: No, I sure. So you can sure. get to your
0: thing. We do have to talk about things that are coming up for season uh, thirteen. We're gonna do everything. Pretty much is gonna be in series. So mm-hmm. this first episode, that's why we did. You know the stuff with like Frank the Quad, our RNG Joe after the, yeah, Rmg family. The next one will be your ex husband mm-hmm. and my mom and my brother. Mm-hmm. So y'all are kind of gonna get to know a little bit about it. Am I gonna be here when your ex husband's here?
1: Yeah, you're doing the interview. It, I'm just trying to. How I, fucking this, weird is that? How me, the
0: fuck am I?
1: i ain't fuck him it's the same way like the same way when we all hang out together it's the same thing we're just putting it on this
0: nigga just said you can be interviewing him
1: yeah what interviewing us
0: okay gotcha yeah but that's gonna be ain't that gonna be weird (laughs)
1: but this interview i ought to bring up that time the nigga
0: called me at six in the morning when he thought i was dating you already i was like hey bro wow okay
1: Hey, um, you
0: want me to edit that part out? Yeah, <laughs> why it's gonna come up on the podcast because I'm asking it. Oh if God. you ask me to interview, no. nigga, I'm interviewing.
1: No, this, but it that's that's what makes me nervous, too Don't be nervous. even, that's good, even that's good as content. open and as transparent as we are, as I am. Um, no, as we are.
0: Oh, you talking about you? Oh, like, all of us, like
1: all of us. Yeah. Like, I'm open and transparent with you, I'm mm-hmm. open and transparent with him, likewise. It's going to be difficult because it's neither not. one of y'all can be controlled. Once y'all start no, talking, and talking I'm, the, like, I'm the person that's like, okay, let's not talk about this part.
0: Because me and that not. nigga going to go in. I already know it. That's why I said it's going to be a great, you got to think about it. You're great. People are going to be like, how many people, especially black people, you could get in with the father of your children here with the man that you was with for seven years? And we were together longer than you were married.
1: We were together for six years.
0: Hey, you need to get some new dick. I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> it's about that time. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, been the same. You know, six years there, seven years. It's time for and oh. nigga, niggas out here trying to give it to you.
1: I don't want to. I told her I said I'm going to stay bitch. away.
0: She's like, what you mean? I said, I got to stay away. That's the thing. I got to stay away so these niggas can come in and not feel threatened.
1: But that's the thing. You shouldn't have to do that because we're always going to be friends. Yeah. And I'm adamant about like I did the same thing with you and Tony. Like if you had a problem with Tony, I wouldn't have fucked with you. Yeah. and so I just don't believe that somebody should be able to tell me oh you can't talk to this person like I don't don't only problem I
0: had was when she used to want me to spend the night I was like you gotta take this nigga pitch off the wall (laughs) I can't just fuck you and then I I go pee no listen I literally (laughs) literally, like nigga go fuck and then go walk to go pee and then you walk out and you're like I just beat that puss up then you look up and he like with the kids on the <laughs> wall I said yeah I'm gonna go ahead and pack my bag and go to the house I'm gonna let y'all have this I wanna wake up and I done dicked you down And this nigga in the in the, in the hallway leading back to the bedroom <laughs> While I'm walking naked And this nigga's on the picture
1: Well our dynamic is different And <laughs> it we is. and we do have kids together And so I'm not just gonna erase their yeah. dad From like the house that we Nah
0: no, just put that shit like everybody else in the garage Just leaning up against the wall
1: But I mean it's no big. It's all
0: we good now <laughs> It was difficult at first. I remember first coming in, I'm like, kids crying. I'm like, yo, hey. And
1: honestly, now when you, honest, came like, in, when you saw Tariq the other day. Because he tall now. I said, nigga,
0: do you remember the first time I met you when you was like four? Because I think you're like 13 now. I was no. like, remember when I met you when you was four and you was crying in the pillar Because he wasn't used to his parents being divorced. So I'm like, and I tell her, I was like, I think this shit's too early. Yeah. So that's why when but people see, be like, how did y'all date for three years? We just dated three years because it was the, was the best say. thing for the kids. Yeah.
1: It was no like, oh, this is what we're doing. This is my boyfriend.
0: And like, people no. thought I was stringing her along. And I'm like, this no, is for this the kids. is
1: what we both wanted. Like, so, I didn't want I didn't want to jump out of a marriage and then get into a serious relationship. And I
0: wasn't ready. I told you first no. time I picked him up from school when she needed me to, and we, I'm thinking, hey, I got him out of school. We just gonna walk across the school lane. We gonna get in the car. I walk. I'm two steps into the school lane. I feel both my fingers get grabbed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm walking kids across the school lane. <laughs>
1: I didn't sign up for this. I don't think I heard from you for a week. After oh this. <laughs> I
0: was like, hey, I was I like
1: I knew I shouldn't ask. Uh, I was him. like, Yo, I didn't sign.
0: it was cool, you know, yeah. getting in their little big head asses with them little yeah. backpacks.
1: That's why the transit like seeing your evolution is different yeah, cool for me it too now. because like when we first met, it was nothing like I don't you didn't want to get married. Yeah. You didn't want to have kids.
0: I still don't want to get married. Kids yeah. thing has yeah. changed. But it's the funny part is a lot of women were mad at me when I first started dating you because I didn't date a lot of women. Because they had oh, kids, yeah.
1: I caught a lot of hell for some shit. But I will was... say
0: this: some of y'all motherfuckers had three, four, and five.
1: It makes a difference. She had
0: two, and she was taking care by of the them, same and dad. the father was in their life. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference when yeah. you come to somebody and they be like, "Yeah, I got four kids. How many baby daddies? <laughs> two or three? Oh, I don't want to be a part of that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Even yes, if it, amazing. you know, and then even if it's one, and you have four or five, it's like that family unit got to be strong. Yeah, I don't know if I want to deal with that. And most niggas ain't trying to be around with you on their kids. Mm -mm. so all right we out this bitch man oh
1: before we go we got to give a shout out to uh, edgar in the box from power 106 in la he did our new intro for this season hit him up which i'm excited about
0: yeah you need to find i mean you know what we're trying to do things and go in a different lane Mm -hmm. i wanted to make the podcast a little bit more professional in the sense of like editing and quality Mm -hmm. we've never had spider play any of our intros when we first get in yeah we just. but i was like you know it's starting to become harder going home like what's the new music gonna be Mm -hmm. what's the outro music gonna be Let's just get an intro and stick to that shit and keep it moving.
1: Yeah, and I was happy because he hit it straight out the gate. Right like, out of the normally gate. Normally you would have like, oh, this is yeah.
0: wrong. It this was a few a- things I was going to yeah. ask to change, but I, the way he seamlessly put it together mm-hmm. and then he like he added Spider's voice and mm-hmm. like the echo of his laugh. Yeah. We got to send you the other one because he did two different ones in your own. Yeah. two one Another one, I think you were talking a little bit more, but like the way he put it together and I think, when he said three days, 72 hours, mm-hmm. 72 hours. Yeah. I like a motherfucker to say, I can have it done by this time and it's done. Exactly. Not searching for him. Not, oh,
1: I'll get it to you. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. So before we get out of here, man, be sure to keep up with all things. The reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. For all your podcast related needs, startups, brand advertising, marketing, and even event production and more. Be sure to visit robertsmediagroup.co. Always remember to inhale curse to excel success. Artesia, season thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a lot of shit laid bare. I know. You might have Starting a boyfriend. You might have episode. a boyfriend by the end of the season. I'm
1: hoping. I hope to be in a relationship by the end of the year. Wow. I'm just putting that out there.
0: Well, that's the end for us. <laughs> niggas not looking for a relationship.
1: <laughs> not with you. I'm dating elsewhere.
0: Good luck. Good luck. And uh if God you need speak. if you need some real, you know, advice, ask me a Frank. I'm sure we can spot a whole ass nigga from a mile away oh yeah nah Ferretto good luck with that man you do deserve it thanks uh, we got Joe and uh, Frank still sitting here again Spider thanks for this man Mike Zavala shout out to you for continually progressing and moving MZ Studios forward in the right direction and again if anybody in the local DFW area is looking for a studio to record at with great quality great prices definitely check out MZ Studios they have a website now right too yeah, yeah. mzstudios.com and then also check them out at MZ Studios Like it Sounds MZ and Like It's Bill. MZ Studios Dallas on Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We'll check out on the next one, man. It's the reality is where filter becomes extinct. We out like this bitch. Get me some group when I might just chill. But I'm the type that likes to light another joint like Cypress Hill. I still do be spin loogies when I puff on it. I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough
1: on it. Go get the S the Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette, so pass it across the table like ping pong, I'm gum beating my chest like King Kong, And song, wrap
0: my lips around the phone, and when it comes to getting another soggy, fools all kick in like Shinobi,
1: know me ain't my homie to begin with, it's too many hands to beat, probably let my friend hit bit unless you pull out. Thanks for listening to The Reality Is, a Roberts Media Group production recorded at NZ Studios. Our team includes Mike Zavala, Spider the DJ, and the RMG Podcast Network. For more information, please visit RobertsMediaGroup.co.
0: One time Drake, I see you in this yeah, one. no, that was dope. That was really good. That's what I'm talking about. That was nothing from my end. That's what, what I'm saying. Weird. Nothing.